Well, good morning. Welcome to Summer Devo. So glad that you're here today. Welcome. Um, I know a lot of you guys are wore out from an amazing first night of summer XP. I want to show you uh, this picture from, from last night that I took. It was so awesome. Look at that room full of kids uh, worshiping. It was amazing. Thank you for everyone who's serving, who's making a difference. Um, thank you for joining with us today. Hey, take a moment and uh, comment. Let us know who's watching. Also, share this. Share this on your timeline so that other people can join in and study the Word. That's what we're doing. We're studying the Word together. We're praying together, and we're studying um, the book of Ephesians. So yesterday was Ephesians 1.1. 1, 1. Uh, today, Ephesians one. Two, so grab your coffee and let's get into the word. Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 2, Paul says, May God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ give you grace and peace. I was thinking it's interesting how Paul starts his letter in that he doesn't start with, Hey, what's up? How you doing? He immediately starts by saying, I pray that God would give you two things, grace and and also peace. I I love just taking moments when we're studying the scripture, just to sometimes just go a verse at a time and just talk about the significance of what Paul is saying here, what God is saying to us. Uh, what is grace? Grace is God's unmerited, undeserved favor. Grace is just this reality that we are blessed I want to stop right here and say, do you realize how that you're blessed? Do you realize that the blessing of God is on your life? Um, that 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 you are the head, you're not the tail. That that in Christ we're going to learn tomorrow that we have every spiritual blessing. That that you're not you're not waiting on something else to happen to you. If you know Jesus, um, if you've given your life to Jesus, you're not waiting on something. Um, better to happen to you. Like you have the blessing of God. You have the grace of God on your life and you need to expect it. You need to claim it. I think sometimes in life we look and we think, um, especially sometimes when good things happen, um, I know a lot of times I can think, well, something bad must be on the way. You know, like this can't last. And that's just a lie from the enemy because I'm blessed. My family's blessed. You're blessed. Your family's blessed. And we need to only expect the blessings of God. And even the negative, you say, well, what about negative things that happen? Well, God can take what the enemy meant for evil and use it for good. Romans chapter 8 says, we know all things work together for good to them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. So, Grace is that unmerited, undeserved favor on our lives. Uh, grace is also God's power to help us accomplish what in our own power would be difficult things. God gives us grace so that we can do uh, what he's called us to do. And then peace. That peace, um, God leads his people by peace. Um, what, what, I'm, what I've learned is that you can tell the presence of God by peace and you can tell the presence of the enemy by pressure. God leads his people by peace. And Paul begins his letter to the Ephesians this way. And really, I think he's trying to give them an example and to ask them a question. Are, are, are you striving? Are you striding? Are you striving in your own power? Are you striding in the plan and purpose of God? Just trusting him, walking in grace, and then having peace. A lot of times we don't have peace because we don't have a revelation of the grace of God, 
um, on our lives, the blessing and favor of God on our lives. So we're trying to do everything in our own power instead of trusting his power. I love what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, in the message paraphrase. He says this, Are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me, get away with me, and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me, and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. I love that. Um, I, I just love that word. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. In other words, grace has a rhythm. Grace has a pace. Are you, are, are you walking today the pace of grace? That's really the question I have for all of us today. Grace and peace. Are you walking in the pace of grace today? You don't have to strive. You don't have to make it all happen in your company or make it all happen in your family today. But you, there's a pace. And Paul says, I want you to have grace and peace so what is the pace of grace? Well, I want to um, just finish our time by uh, talking about that pace of grace and um, giving you some things um, I, about pace. I was I did a little um, Google search of how to determine a pace uh, for a runner, how a runner determines a, a pace for a marathon, because this is our, our, our lives are a marathon, not just a sprint. And I, I thought there were so many correlations of how to run a race at a proper pace in this pace of our walk with God, this pace of grace. So I'll share this with you. Uh, the first um, way to establish a pace of grace or our correct pace is, um, number one, establish a rhythm for breathing. If you've ever ran, you know that whenever you're running and you're focused on running, so whenever you're focused and you're kind of and you're going, it's so easy to just get out of rhythm, get out of rhythm with breathing. You know, you're kind of holding your breath and you're running and you're huffing and you're doing all these things. So it says, if you want to establish a pace, you got to establish a rhythm for breathing. You know, worship and time with God is a rhythm. Um, spending time in God's presence is a rhythm. Do you, I commend you for watching this right now, because what is this? This is hopefully helping you establish a rhythm. Some of you have that great, you have a great rhythm. Um, and others of you, this is brand new for you, and that's okay. Um, but begin to allow God to establish a rhythm. The danger is, is that we go through hard seasons and we don't breathe for a few days. We don't breathe for a week, or we miss. We, we make breathing just a Sunday morning thing, and we miss this daily time with God. Craig Groeschel says, "Successful people do consistently what others do occasionally." I thought that was good. Here's a second one: um, me measure your cadence. Your steps per mile. That that real intense runners they actually will count how many steps they run in a mile, and they call that their cadence. And says you got to make sure you're not going over cadence or under cadence. You have a cadence. Um, God's word gives us a cadence. He says work six days, rest one day. It's called a Sabbath. What's there not to love about a God who says take a day off? The first day. See, man was created on day six of seven. Man's first day was what? Day seven. What was day seven? Man's first day was a day of rest. God did all this work, brought man into it, and said, now rest in the work that I have done for you. Know your cadence. You're not the one who created all this. Trust God 
Learn that pace of grace. Third, the third way thing about pace is run. This is good. Run at a conversational pace. And this is hard because whenever I jog, I don't want to talk to anybody. They said, well, that's probably because I'm running at a wrong pace. You should be running at a pace that you can have a conversation. And I would say many times in life we get running so fast that we can't talk to anybody. We isolate ourselves. That's why we need small groups. I hope you're enjoying your small group uh, this summer semester and getting connected in with people. Uh, if you're not yet in a small group, leave a comment below. Just go to cityhills.com. You can find a group. There are groups kayaking together, having all kinds of fun together. Um, it's just just awesome. So run at a conversational pace. Don't isolate. Uh, four, focus on your race, not others. So it's easy to pick your pace based on what other people are running, but you need to pick your own pace. What's the race that God's calling you to run? Um, maybe you need to uh, set some limits on social media. That what you know, I I I did that a few months ago where um, it cuts off at a certain, it turns on at a certain time. I found it was such a temptation to turn on social media first thing in the morning. So I made it where it doesn't turn on till after eight, and it. So I've when I wake up early, I have time to spend time with God, and I'm not getting on social media, and then it turns off after six for me. So if I want to post something, I wanted to post a video last night of Summer XP. I had to have uh, my wife put in a screen time password so that it'd come back up so I could post that because it um, it turns off. Why? Because I don't want to live a comparison life. Um, I don't want to run my pace based on everybody else's. I, I want to I want I want to know the pace that God has for me. I love this one. It says number five: use music. To, and run to the beats per minute. <laughs> That's what I love about worship. You worship every day, and we could run to the run to the beat. And then, and then, lastly, and I'll conclude with this: it says, "Enjoy the view." I love that. That so many times we're kind of so distracted in the run, in the in the race of life, that we don't look around and enjoy the journey. So I say to you, let's run at the pace of grace today. Let's let let's understand what Paul is saying: grace and peace. As we understand God's grace. Run at his pace. He'll give us peace. Let's pray today. Lord, thank you so much for your grace in our lives. Help us to see the favor that you put on us. We don't have to strive. Lord, you chose us. Lord, you called us. Lord, we choose today to run at your pace. We choose today to trust you. Lord, you're in complete control. And God, I thank you. Show us the areas of our lives where we need to run at your pace. Show us the things we need to change. Lord, we're open. We're, we thank you. We recognize your blessings. We recognize the good things that you've blessed us with, God. We look forward to this day with hope. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, guys, have an amazing day. Um, God bless you. Uh, Summer XP night two tonight. If you your kids weren't able to come last night, you still have plenty of time to have them come tonight and Wednesday night. Have an amazing day, City Hills. Love you so much. See you tomorrow morning. Thank you.